just because you make more money, it does not mean that you are, your money is more important than your significant other. And that's what people have a, that's where people make the mistake is they synonymize their money with their power. I don't want to change your life. Come see me. Yo, I'm going to teach you how to build up wealth for your family. Not just for yourself. I'm a bestseller, a house flipper, a businesswoman, a gold getter, a big investor, a gold builder. I can teach you to get richer like millions, baby. You really about to fill your savings. You about to have multiple streams to pass your children, baby. Let me teach you to get your credit on track in the long run. You'll make it all back at Catalyst and watch it all suck on your black bone firm, but we ain't all black What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Constance Carter. And um, I wanted to uh, have a, a dialogue and discussion with you today about some things that I think are really, really important. Hey, first of all, I want to make sure that you subscribe to the Fly Nubian Queen. So make sure you go over to YouTube, make sure you go over to Facebook uh, and subscribe to the uh, Fly Nubian Queen. And make sure you follow Constance Carter at Constance Carter. I am Constance Carter on Instagram and YouTube. So listen, you guys. Um, there's just been so much going on with all of these things, all these conversations about the battle of the sexes, what men should do, what women should do, all of these rules. And so before we get started, what's, I want to know, I'm going to ask a question to you. Are there gender roles? Are there, should there be gender roles in a relationship? Should there be gender roles in a relationship? What are you guys' thoughts on gender roles? Is that a real thing? Um, some people say, you know, there are no gender roles. It's what's whoever is comfortable in doing what. It's whatever person is stronger at certain things. The wife may be stronger in the bills. The husband may be stronger domestically. Um, I've heard that. I've also heard that men and women inherently have roles that they are assigned by God. Um, men should do a certain thing. Maybe men should pay the bills. Women should be more domestic. Um, I've heard that. So what are your thoughts? Georgette said, um, yes. Um, Linda said yes and no. What's up, Facebook user from uh, Las Vegas? Um, but I want to know what your thoughts are. Are there gender roles and should there be gender roles in a relationship? Is, does it, it, do you think that if there are no gender roles, here's another, another question face it half and half. Um, Isaiah said, as for my people, children are their oppressors and women rule over them. Oh, my people, they which lead thee cause thee to err and destroy the way that way of the path. What does that mean? What does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. That means women are over the children. So does that mean men are not over the children? I don't understand. So question, should there be gender roles? I want to get some more feedback from you all. Should there be gender roles? Because um, there's just social media. It's, it's funny how social media has all of these trends on what should be and what should not be and what what's happening and wh what works for your household. Should there be gender roles? Should the man go out and work and the woman take care of the house? Should women pay 50-50? There's this whole thing about 50-50 and people have a problem with paying 50-50. Well, as we discuss this, I have two uh, very lovely ladies that are going to be joining me today talking about this very topic. Um, last week we, we spoke about some things this week. We're going to be talking to you every week. Um, three, three, um, of the ladies of generational wealth. We are three generations or four generations that are speaking a wealth of knowledge. And so I want to introduce you to you, April Sampe, who is an artist and entertainer artiste. April just happens to be U-G-L-Y. I am ugly. What does ugly stand for, April? Ugly stands for understand God loves you. And uh, yes, I'm as ugly as they come. I hope you are too. Oh, oh, oh. 
And then we have Dr. Emma Doctor, Emma Fraser, who is a Harvard graduate doctor, PhD. And she's we're also gonna have this because she's gonna have this discussion with us. Um, because we've been just talking about, you know, as women. And we're all of different generations. Well, April and I are a little bit close in age. We normally have my daughter, Kyle. She'll be on here a little bit later. But um, we all have varying opinions on what we think based upon our experiences. So let me ask you, James said, James Moore said, what do the Bible say? About it? What does the Bible say about the gender roles? What the Bible says. What, is, what do you have to say about that? What? A, 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 a gender, gender roles? Role. Gender so, roles. I'm going to say yes. Yes, there are uh, gender roles, right? Um, but do I feel that if your relationship requires some of the gender roles to change, it, can that potentially be necessary in your household? Absolutely. So are there normally normal assigned uh, gender roles? Absolutely. So you're saying there's yeah, naturally yeah. assigned gender roles, but are, yeah. Okay. What about you? What do you think, Dr. Emma? Well, in the Old Testament, which set that up, women really did not work. It was an agrarian society or craftsmen, but the men were in charge and the women stayed home. Mm -hmm. In the New Testament, the women also were basically home homemakers, but that was over 2000 years ago. Now women go out and their income is a substantial part of how the family operates because you almost have to have a two family home in, I mean, a two-family income in order to survive in this economy. However, that does not change the responsibility of the man or the responsibility of the woman to blend together those changes to still keep, to still keep the man as the covering. The Bible refers to the man as the spiritual head of the house. Now, Dr. A.R. Bernard wrote in his book, Things That Men Want That Women Should Know, is men want to be respected. The question is, if you are making more or as much as your partner, can there still be respect? Is everything based on cash? Is every, that's a good question. But let me go back to what you said really quick, because you said this, this from what I'm hearing, what you're saying is this is a pretty antiquated um, ideology that was um, implemented over 2000 years ago when the men stayed home. So it sounds to me like men still want to be um, the head, but they no longer are the only ones that are be, being the providers or, or making provision. So how then can you still implement the men as the head if the women have to do uh, come in and, and, and split half the bills? Well, there's the spiritual head of the home. That man has that authority according to the Bible. It doesn't mean that the wife can't be a minister as well, but the position of the covering of the house was given to the man. And I don't think that should change because of a cash difference. But I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay, so if, if that was given to the man, then the man should be taking care of the bills. So if God gave a man the role, the responsibility of, of being the covering, and he said, okay, I'm going to give you the covering, you take care of the household, then why then now do we got to help pay, take care of the household, but we still got to uh, resubmit to him as the covering, and he can't even pay all the bills. So what happens to that woman who says, I make this amount of money. I don't need nothing. I got this. I got that. That's why she's going to buy herself. 
Huh? That's why she's single and by herself. <laughs> no, but she, she says all these things and then she and, and then she says, I want a man. And and to your point, yeah, she's single by herself. You know, I'm like, and then once she finally gets a man, if he doesn't have the the big income, the big this, the big that, I'm like, I don't want to hear your mouth talking about I don't need no man. I got this money, but that money can't keep you warm at night. Right, but you buy you an electric blanket. <laughs> But 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 ladies, we're talking about a spiritual head. Okay. That is, so we have to if. But remember, we wanted this women's live. We fought for this. Y'all did. Women, the white women did that. I I, oh, I ain't a part of that. No. Oh 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 oh. I see. I see. <laughs> but we are a part of it. Do you did you work Constance in your marriage? Yes. Did you work? You work in your marriage, April. Oh, absolutely. I worked in my marriage. I don't want to be liberated anymore, Dr. Emma. I don't want to. I don't want it later on. You can't do that. I don't want it. Uh -uh, I don't want it. I'm uh, tired. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying because the table has flipped. You know, whenever there is a movement, it goes to the extreme. And now we as women are saying, right. I, I want that covering. I want that yeah. protection. But yeah. where I worked my entire marriage, I had two children right away and I went to work when my baby, my second child was nine months old. It was only a little job in a department store. When my husband got home from work, he stepped in, I stepped out. It was three nights a week and on Saturday. Is this because you, you wanted to or because you had to? Both. I was going to say, she was in New York. Yes. You know how much it cost to have anything in New York? It was, well, well, let me was, say this. Thank you. You're right. You're right. We were living with my mother-in-law. Ricky's father had died six months into our marriage. And my husband was left half of the house. Mm. I wanted to go to work because I wanted to move out of that house and have our own. And there was contention because my husband said, you don't have to work because we we have this house. It's only my mother here. It's a big house. We could stay in this house. But I did not want to. You want your you 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 don't want you wanted to be the woman of your own house. I wanted to be the woman of my own house. You see, then that's where the problem lies. And now here's the thing. I'm not saying you're wrong. So right. let me make that very clear. But what I hear on a regular basis is this is what I want. I have this vision of, I want that white picket fence. I want that 2.5 children and, you know, two, yes. two car garage, blah, blah, yes. blah. Yes. And because it's not exactly the, what you see for yourself, you're like, I have to work. Well, then you're still expected to come home and take care of said children. And I did that. And I'm, I'm, I'm not yes. saying that you yes. didn't, but I'm just saying that that is... It, the problem is that we want our cake and we want to eat it too. Yep. So you want to be able to work. Yep. But you want to be able to work and keep your own money. I'm not saying this is you, Dr. Emma. I'm just saying in general, people will, will want to work. Okay. So tell me what the hell no is about. Cause I want to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but you say you want to work, but then you don't want to have to do all of the things at home. And I'll be honest with you. I'm that person. I want to work. I don't want to come home and clean nothing. But you see, I I I straddled the fence, April, because because 
I got married in 1963. You, you understand that was women were still pictured as the as as the cleaner of the house. And though my husband helped, I assumed that we, I didn't let go of any responsibility because I went to work. Mm. So I really you're too young to remember. But there was a commercial that came out where a woman said, I can work all day and I can fry the bacon and I can still nobody want to do that. See, they made life harder for women. Yeah, I would work all day and then fry the bacon. I would like to work all day and then have somebody else come over and cook for me. I would be fine with that. And I'm with that. And you know, here's the thing: this is what women do. This is this is modern women. Because I remember me, I have four babies. I wouldn't have them babies, okay? I was the only person that was working in my household. So I wouldn't have them babies. I was, as soon as I got done popping them babies out, I was on the phone, closing escrows, doing transactions, hitting my, my assistants up, doing all this stuff, still working after I have given birth. There's no rest. Then I come home from the hospital and guess what? I'm still working. The work does not stop. Now I'm breastfeeding the baby. I've got my computer. I got my, my phone and I'm still working because what I realized is that because I'm, I'm in business for myself, other people's lives don't stop just because I had a baby. So I still had to work. This is what we women do. We're still working. We're nursing kids. We're nurturing babies. We're building families while we're working. And the men, you know, they get to work if they do work. They get to go and they get to come back. They don't have to do as much as we have to do. And so um, it's it's all that women's lib shit did is make it harder for us today. I understand what you're saying, Linda, about the Proverbs 31 woman. She goes out in the field. I, my daughter's name is Kyle. Kyle actually is Hebrew for the Proverbs 31 woman. So I understand what that means to be a virtuous woman, a woman of noble character, that woman that goes out there and she's, she's praised by the people and everyone loves her. And she has, she's a woman of virtue and all that is great, but shit, we tied. Don't nobody want to be working that hard, coming home, got to cook and clean, got to take care of kids, got to yell at kids, got I don't want to do it. If I'm going to be at, if I'm going to be taking care, look, I'm talking like I, I actually have this choice right now, right? If I'm be taking care of kids, God damn it, I want to just take care of kids. But, okay, so, but here's the thing, though, because we're thinking, this is, this is the problem. We look at it from a standpoint of why we had women's liberation, right? We're saying so that we could, we could go to work, we can create our own incomes, we could do everything for ourselves. That had nothing to do with that. That was to take both parents out of the house household and put your kids in school so someone else can pretty much raise your child. And there's two incomes, so taxes can be paid by two people as opposed to just one. Government didn't do that, white women did it. I believe that you believe that, but I also believe that 100% it is and now we got caught up in a bullish. Listen, I'm trying to told you the reason that all of this is it, even cr was created is so that someone else can teach your children and someone else can take an additional income from that household. You You're looking at governmental conspiracy theory. You can call it what you want to, but it ain't. I mean, first of all, let's go by lo lo logic. There's two incomes paying taxes versus just one that's uh, make it make sense i still believe it's white women that did it but go and ahead i believe that, you believe that. I, I i believe that they had the power that we didn't have at that time because they wanted some more equity in the home as far as the chores there were women in my day who did not go to work but they still wanted the husband 
to do more as part of raising the children because the way the home was set up, you stayed home, daddy came home at six or seven, you had dinner on the table, you showed him the kids. My kids were already bathed. They already smelled good. He played with them and I put them to bed. That was his role except for the weekend. My, my husband changed the diaper on occasion. That wasn't part of it. Men did not even come into the delivery room. They were put outside and they went and waited. You were in there screaming by yourself. It was a whole, it sounds crazy today, but that's the way it was. And I wasn't unhappy with that. I just wanted my own place. That's why I went to work. Did that cause contention? Yes. But eventually, my husband got used to it. I'm not saying that's good, but I did that. And then from there, he finally said, Emma, I think you're smart. You should go to college. He should have never told me that because I was in college for 15 years. So, 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 Dr. Emma, so to your, well, actually, let me ask you this question. I want to show them a, a clip because then it goes back to what I want to ask you about your education and then your husband not being as educated. Did it cause a problem? But there was a, um, there was a, uh, a clip on the reel. I don't know if you guys saw the reel, but this one, it was pretty interesting. Let me see what you guys think about this. You don't think a woman could be the, the head of a household? I don't think nowadays? she should. She's but what if, the, but what if the man, because I believe nowadays, men actually more than ever support a boss wife. No, but at the end they of the really day, do. you want me to say what that man sitting back doing? He hating on you. Not all men, no, though. No, listen to me. Listen Not to me. All hey, men. You can follow however you want to follow it. You okay, know what okay. I'm saying? I'm in the world. Let it know. When you got more than a man, he's not happy with you because he's not sure himself. So how real you want to get? There are men like that. There are men like that. I, I... Okay. I I, no. I just have to disagree. And a lot of men, I, you, you, I, you girl, I am a big believer, Shakana, okay. with respect. I am I am a big believer in not generalizing. Well, I'm I not trying to be funny, friend. When you have more than that man, he sit back and he hates on you because he wish it was him. No, like, I think sometimes they like I done done a bunch no. of stuff in my life, and now it's kind of. Uh-uh. Nice when you share I think Shekinah, It's okay for you to share, but it's a whole nother level. Like, I'm taking I think I'm it depends on the man, though. I really do. Hey, you do. can make excuses all you want to, Pooh. I'm not. <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think it's excuses. Um, it's not right, friend. I'm telling I, you. I see what I personally know. The thing is, I, I personally know a man who lives that life, and he is so proud of his wife. He's actually so he's a house her. He, he's actually her number one fan. And I got to give props to that man who can put that pride but down. imagine, why would you wreck your home and your marriage? This is a woman that you really love. love. And let's say you're equal. Let's say you start out, let's say you start out equal. Mm -hmm. Let's say, hey, let's say you start out with a man is actually, when you first got together, yes. he's the one making more money. That's different. Okay? And then at some point in the marriage, now the woman takes the lead. I'm sorry, That's what you I'm loved about. this woman and you was trying to put her on or you was helping and you're encouraging and supporting and telling her, you go out there, baby, you get that money, you do what you got. And yo, he will be your biggest cheerleader ever because you had Yes, but, and but you have I agree back. with Shekana. Can I please say something? Yeah. Before you say something, because I'm yeah. jumping out the chair with this, okay? Okay. I'm jumping out. Okay. The same man. Yeah. This telling you, oh, baby, go. And you can do this and do that. Yeah. He, had a, he got a woman at home that ain't making much of you. She look up to him. 
Because a man need to feel needed and want it. Money doesn't fix everything. It Chicago. doesn't, it really but the man but needs to feel But she's talking about a man's ego. She's not talking about I get it, but money. I still, even if, my, if, I, if I made more money than my husband, I still need my husband because that money does not fulfill yes, all the areas of my life. Yes, but she's not talking about the woman's feelings. She's talking about the, the man's man. feelings. And I, I legit I have a lot of homeboys. Agree like at the end of the day, they just, it's, it's different. There like, are some if they can't do nothing for their woman, they go get a little broke down, girl, who don't have what's going on. Like he can do something for because you know, I mean, what you're saying is when they start off together, and then maybe they, you know, I just want to make sure I different. make myself clear. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that there aren't men like that. Right. I agree. There right. are some men. Yes. But what I'm saying is, is not, not all, all men yeah. are like that. And that's what I mean by some sometimes when you generalize. Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean they're sitting back at the house just chilling. They're not trying. working at all. No, they're I think that's just different. That's different. Well. And it also has trying. something to do with color. You know? Uh-oh. Nah, oh, wait. Uh-oh. Well, I'm not being Go funny. Ahead, explain, explain no, to me. Explain, explain. Do with color. No, this is if real. you're dating an African-American man, you know, he's going to be intimidated by you. And he's going to you, cause you a lot of hell and pain in your life. And if you have you a... Girl, what? This wait, is going to be a good week, I tell you. Yeah. real. It's going to yeah. be a this very a good, good week. week. I mean, you're just talking about you're what about you about to see. get real. Are you saying, oh, are you, okay, you said it depends on the color. The color got to so, play a role. You, you okay, so what are you saying? Are you saying culturally a black man, man will I'll have more? Black men, so I can't speak on the other races. Yeah. Okay. And because the man I'm talking about is black who supports well, he's his one beautiful, out, amazing he's black He's one out of a million. He's one out of a million. He's a unicorn is what Shekhan is saying. <laughs> Well, well, were we removing teeth because that was too painful to bite into? So what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that conversation? I'm interested in hearing what you think. Do you think, I mean, you guys, you guys are all married to black men, right? Yep. They were talking specifically to black men about black men. Um, do you, it's, do you think it's a problem for a, a, a woman to make more than a man? Is a man going to feel insecure in some way because the woman makes more than them? I think, I think emotionally, yes. I'm not saying that that man can't overcome it, but it's difficult because men want to be the breadwinner. That's, I think it's a genetic thing, especially a Christian man. He wants that. Mm -hmm. And I think there has to be many compromises in order to make it work. Okay. I do. Okay. I don't think it's just it's just gonna run that smooth. And the the, the one in the, the middle that said, I don't care, baby, he gonna be hating on you. Um it may not be a hate that you see, but it may be an insecurity that he acts on. You you understand I think that that's, think that that's anyone know. depending on the circumstances, number one. Number two, I actually agree with Shekana in, on, in one aspect of color, but I don't necessarily think it's the man. I think it's the woman. Um, and the reason I say that is because I do see a lot of women of the Caucasian persuasion 
who have no problems with getting in a relationship with a man who has much less than her and him being the um the, the not the mother but the 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 house you know what i mean so he's taking care of the the children i mean listen Constance, you can keep shaking your head left and right i you just disagree and that's all right I, look at god I, I completely disagree I, okay, um, how many how many women besides yourself do you know how many black women do you know that have been in relationships with men and I'm talking about like where the man is the house husband. I'm not talking about where the woman makes more money. I'm talking about where the man, the black man is the house husband and she is comfortable and confident within herself that her husband missed the mom. There you go, thank you. Cause I, house husband, you know why it's because the housewives of Atlanta and Potomac. Um, but because of that, how many Mr. Moms do you know that are of a darker hue. I don't know any white ones. So I, I don't know. I, no, I, actually, I asked you a question. I don't know any white, I don't know any white ones or black ones. But I know five. I personally know five. I still don't, I still don't agree that. I don't agree with you that more white women are more apt to allow their husbands to stay home than black women. But I will are, say that. But hold, wait, you didn't answer my question. How many black women do you know? That that will allow their husband to be Mr. Man, Mr. Mom, right? I to your point, you the other extreme. What you, I mean, this is how I feel about that. Mm -hmm. If your husband works, mm -hmm. he's an honest, good guy. Mm -hmm. He makes the most money that he can. Mm -hmm. That's one level of of a family life, mm -hmm. but. I'm not going to take care of a man that sits home. And that's my point. But um, I, it, what I'm explaining is a black woman is strong. A black woman has the strength of, I don't know, just I'm, you just can't imagine the strength of a black woman. She's like, you are going to match my strength. That is the norm in a black household. That if you're going, if the two of them are coming together, that woman is going to have a strong man. However, if you if the roles are reversed and you look at different cultures, they're like, if my man is a little bit more feminine, it is what it is. So you staying, home, staying home equals feminine? I can't say necessarily that, but in a lot of cases, if he's playing Mr. Mom, if he's playing Mr. Mom on average, that's what you see. I'm not saying that that's the norm everywhere, but that's normally, you'll see it a little, it'll come across a little bit more feminine. So I'll say this earlier in, in my life, when I was a little bit younger, I agreed with Tamara. I, because I was that person. I was the one that was out the there making woman, money. The boss woman. Yeah. I was out there making the money. He stayed home. And I was of the mindset that it doesn't matter. He supports me. We're good. Um, we're great. And then people will be like, no, you know, it's really not in a, a, a like a natural man's, um, order in order for him to you know he feels he, he's he's feeling some kind of way and i was like no not at all no he supports me he, no we good we and it wasn't until <laughs> i went through a divorce that i understood that everything that i thought that it was it absolutely wasn't every all the support that i thought i had 
It was, it was absolutely opposite. I thought that he wasn't envious and that he was proud of me. It absolutely wasn't that. He absolutely did think very differently. And I had no idea because here I am trying to, you know, be inclusive and, you know, empower, you know, I'm, in, I'm trying to inspire the world and I'm trying to inspire the person that's laying next to me. And I'm thinking that I'm inspired, but I didn't know what was going on outside of what I knew to be true, that there was absolutely some resentment. There was absolutely, he was absolutely feeling some kind of way because it all came out when, you know, we kind of went through the process. So I used to think that, oh no, no, everything's good until I actually went through it myself. And then it was like, nah, Pippin, uh, men well, ain't men because they will feel some kind of resentment. I feel that this is another, I feel like this is a situation where because you've lived that, and I'm I'm sorry to say it like this, but and and I'm gonna go all over the place with this, I promise. But this is kind of the same way as saying, I don't shop at black stores because I had a bad experience at black stores. So that means that just because that happened to you, that that's the the, the situation across the board, and and sure, that's where I can't paint everybody with a broad brush, but that's just my experience, right? And and because that's your experience, I'll also say this, and and I'm sorry to have said said it the way that I said it before. No, I do not think that all of those men, and I'm just going, I'm going for those five. I don't think that those five men that are of the, they're not all Caucasian, but they're not black, right? So I don't think all of them are feminine because I know two two of them who are very, very, very masculine, right? And I'm just like, wow, okay, that's not what I would expect. But that's where your mind on average goes. So um, I, I want to take this down a journey because uh, I was at the beginning of it. My life put me 30 years before you guys got here, okay? And so I've lived this. But what I have lived long enough to see is what, I felt was starting out, I'm adding to the family income. We can buy a house and, you know, my own house. I didn't have to live in the inherited house. But I've seen that thing go crazy. Now I've seen the pendulum where women are saying, I don't need a man. I got my own money. I can do my own thing. So what started out in my mind as, an advantage, I've seen it turn into a culture that demeans the man, whether he's living in your home or not, because women say, I don't need nothing. I don't need a man. I can even have my own children without you. I could get a turkey bag. I can do so the pendulum has swung. We are now caught in a position where. Nobody has a traditional role anymore, not just the man, but not even the woman. And if you look at the statistics of divorce, two out of three marriages, including the church, end in divorce. And I think if you track it all the way back to the seed, it was the woman leaving the home. And April hits on something. Daycare centers sprung up. Our children are not necessarily being raised by us. And I'm not criticizing those who do it. I'm just stating historical facts. We have to be very careful when we change something that God originally set up 
And that included my own experience. That I can't. What, what do you do? Because that is the society that we live in. And, and, and here, here might I say that just because you make more money, it does not mean that you are your money is more important than your significant other. And that's what people have a that's where people make the mistake is they synonymize their money with their power. Money, the way I looked at money. When in my household, because I was I was with my ex since I was 15. We grew up together. We started everything together. So everything was ours. There was no mine and yours. Everything was ours, right? So I didn't look at it as I was out here making this money. And and I was very clear. And I think that's why he owned it so well because I made him feel like he was a part of it. I really did, because I believed it. It's us. We doing this. We for life. So I I don't believe that just because. I'm the one that's, I, I didn't believe that because I was the one producing the income. Now I'm seeing woman, so now it's my money. But because I was the one producing the income, that gave me some kind of authority or power over the household because it doesn't. And that's, I think, where a lot of women go wrong. When they are in the position to make more money, they think that that means I'm the head of the household and I'm the one running shit now. Well, Constance, 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 I agree with you in principle because I came, I had one foot in the traditional, traditional home and then I put a couple of toes over in the change that I was seeing happening. But it takes, remember I said the word compromise? Mm -hmm. I, I was like you, Constance, or no, you were like me. I did that so that it would not be so. But I cannot say, because when I started making real money, that I didn't have more of a say because I was making it. And some of the decisions that were made were based on, was based on my insistence that I have a say in it. Now, my husband was very mild and whatnot. But the fact is, I asked this question, what impact does that have on the children yeah. as they grow? I raised two sons. I can tell you it wasn't so good. They didn't like it. I didn't know they liked it till they were grown men and they started rearing up against me and I could trace it all the way back. I could trace it all the, there's a price to pay when you change the rules of the game. Mm. Mm -hmm. Listen, when you don't, when, when you're not the person who's technically raising your child now, again, to your point, Dr. Emma, like you can't fault people who have to put their children in daycare. Exactly. You can't fault somebody who has to have somebody, you know, take care of their child, especially in this day and age. But we, we all agree. We didn't, this is not necessarily something that, this is something that we might want taken back, right? Like no. if we go back and do it all over again, we would say, you know what? I would actually be okay with being in the home and and raising my family and doing all because I probably would have wanted a family if that was the norm, right? And so I'm that person that grew up saying I don't want children because I don't want to have to raise a child and raise my income and make sure that my mortgage is paid because I also at the time never thought there was any way that I would want a husband. You know what I mean? I was that person that's uh -huh. like I don't want I don't want any of it. And so I'm like, if I had to do all over again, I probably would have had that mindset of, 
I would be, I'd be okay with being someone's wife and I'd be okay with playing the role that I'm quote unquote supposed to play. Um, yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate. Oh, okay. So, so let, let, let's go back to this. Cause we are all black people of African descent, right? Most of us are. Uh, April, you 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 Don't agree be with me? picking on me now. Come I'm not talking about you, Dr. Emma. I'm talking about April. Okay. <laughs> so we are all black people. And we all had people that were on the plantation. Yes. Okay. Right. April, look at April is not agreeing. <laughs> April has a different anyway. So what I'm saying is black women have never had that luxury of being able to stay just stay home. We've always had to work whether it was on the plantation, whether it was in somebody's kitchen, whatever it was, we never had that that liberty or that 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 uh a privilege to be able to do it. So we've always been hardworking. It's always been in our DNA. We've always had to get, we got this. We always had to get this. And so, you know. I do. I, I would like to have an opportunity where, you know, I'm, I'm halfway gone now, but for a man to take <laughs> care of me, that would be so nice. But let me ask you this for, for the two of you, would you guys, I know Dr. Emma, you're, you're a widow, April, you're married, but would you be with someone who did not make as much as you? Every single man I've ever dated, I made more money than including my husband. Um, when I when when I first got with my husband, I made much more money than he did, mm-hmm. and now I don't. Now he makes more money than I do. I don't mind. I'm that person who does not mind my husband or my my man making more money than or making more money than my man. However, comma. What I do want is a man who is able to who's able to hold his own. So for me, that's where the problem lies. If you're not able to hold your own, meaning if we fall and we both have to at least hold ourselves up, you hold yourself up. I don't have to hold you up. Um, or we can or we can both climb back up together. I have a problem if if I fall and you're not there for me or if you fall and I can't be there for you. Yeah. So that's where that's me. Um, pert. What about you, Dr. Emma? So now this is a really hard question and I, and I want to be as transparent as I can. I, I've been a widow for 15 years. I've dated twice. Both times I made much more than that man. And I could tell you something. It came home to bite me. Now, it wasn't because of the money, I think. It was because of my intellect. And then add that to that. I'm financially on my, you know, I'm financially okay on my own. You put those two together, that spells that spells a problem. So I think that intellect has a part to play in that. So if you are with a man that has an intellect and a sense of who he is, what that man makes does not matter to me if there is an intellectual and a spiritual equity. Yeah, I agree. uh, You understand? The problem to me is the man that won't work is demonstrating to me 
that he doesn't have the intellect to understand the advantage and the, the power of a man that you can lean on. Yes. You, you, you understand? So it's, it's a very complicated position to be in as a woman. But yeah. since I have been with each of you have and smart and brilliant my husband educated encouraged that at 26 he said i might think you're smart you should go to college like i said before and i did and i did and he support i could not have done it without him he supported me and he got up early when i was up doing my homework he dressed the kids he picked up my books he made sure I had everything. He made we had one car when I started college. He bought me a jalopy so that I didn't have to catch the bus to school. It was it was a I could not have done it without him. Now, if I had to go back to when my baby was nine months old, my mother-in-law who was alive and we were living in, in that house with her, she was born in 1898. When I said, Mama, I'm going to get a job working in Gert's department store. She said, you're going to leave your baby at nine months old. I said, it's only going to be for a couple hours at night. This is what she said to me. Then I will not be babysitting your, your I will not be babysitting your children because I don't believe you should go to work. Mm. So there was an hour gap between Ricky got home and I had to leave to take the bus to this little job. I had to hire a babysitter for that hour because she said, mama won't do that. Mm. She was that traditional woman that stayed home and raised her children and did housework on the side for other people. Mm. But dinner was on. So she was. So, so, you, I, said, so you said you would change what? Because you, you were going to, I would have changed what? At, when my son was nine months. You I would have home longer. Mm, I, get I I had a purpose in my I would have stayed home to those kids were about three or four years old yeah because I didn't realize the, I did not realize intellectually then the value I could bring to my children at that age right I thought as long as they had an Oreo and clean clothes and a mama and a daddy that loved them and a, and a doting grandmother, that was enough. I didn't value what I could bring as their mother. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I think of, when I think back to kind of how the, 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 the tables turned in my situation in terms of like me taking, taking over everything. I remember, I think this is before we were even married, we were roommates and shacking up, but, um, I remember when we used to sit down and write out our bills together, both of us used to write out our bills together. And then we would, uh, you know, I, I told him to, you know, put them in the mail or whatever. And I remember maybe about a month later, I got into his car and the bills were still there. And I was, and I was livid. I was like, are you kidding me? We sat down and did these bills, but you did not turn them in and mess up my credit, blah, blah, blah. So I took over the bills. I took over the bills and I did not give him another opportunity to, to potentially ruin me. And then I, paid the bills and then I was stuck with the bill. So then when I would try to, when I tried to backtrack and say, Hey, you know, <laughs> not, that, not that he had to go out and make the money, but I just need you to just manage this piece. He didn't know how, because I had did it. You know, I, I, I 
everything. I took care of my household. I took care of my business. It, it was a lot. I even, until the day his mama died, I paid her bills. I took care of her stuff until the day she died last year. And then we were going through a divorce at that time. And it was a very nasty divorce. And I was still taking care of his mama's stuff. Do you think, Constance, that to some degree you taught him to be helpless? 100%. I'll answer that for you. Yes. yes I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that, Constance. Yeah. Yes, you I do. do. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This, is, that's not, this is the same thing with children. If you allow your children, if you say, you know what? Because this is what my nephew does, right? And my brother told me he used to do the same thing. My brother said he would make a mistake when my father would ask him to do things because he knew that my father would say, don't worry about it. I'm just going to take care of it. And I, like, I got it. Yes. So he noticed that my nephew started doing the same thing to him. The thing is that he's like, uh, 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 I know what I know what it looks like because that's what I used to do. So come back here and do it correctly. And so... If, if you allow people to keep taking advantage of you, they are going to continue to take advantage of you. It doesn't matter. Husband, wife, children, job, whatever it is. A pet. A, a pet will do that. Everything in your world will take advantage of you and they will take as much as they can from you as long as you will allow it to continue to happen. So, you know, if we're going to say, um, are men resentful? I don't think that that's the case. I think it's if we, if if we if we make it so that they are able to be resentful, if that makes any sense. Like I, I got you. If you set it up for the, if if you mess it up for them, if you take away their their role, then absolutely. That's right. I feel like I did that. I feel like I did that at a very young age when I was, you know, before I knew. And so on one hand. I could say, cause I, I remember we had counseling with the pastor and the pastor told the pastor said, he said, he said two things. He said, Constance, he said, you created this. He said, he said, you created this monster. This is your fault. You spoiled him. You did this. But he also said to him, this is not a role of a husband. A husband should not. Cause I was paying his mortgage, paying my mortgage, you know, he, all that. Right. So I'm taking care of his house, taking care of my house, taking care of my kids. And he told him, your wife should not be taking care of your household and taking care of hers too. But at the same time, Constance, you set this up. So I had to take responsibility for my role in what I did. Cause yeah, I did do that. Um, and then when I did ask for help, it was like, I don't know how probably it was, it was more of, I don't want to, but it was probably more like, I don't know how, you know what I'm saying? So, so here's the question, ladies. Yeah, okay, yeah. Are we quick in between? Are we on both sides of this fence? Are men resentful when you make more money? I don't think it's I don't think it's are men resentful when you make more money. See, that's I think that that's where the answer is no. I think men are resentful when you don't allow them to still lead, when you don't allow them to still maintain. Go ahead, Pastor Pastor April. (laughs) Well, uh, uh, um, Glory. <laughs> I think that if you don't allow a man to have his position in that relationship, and if you don't structure your relationship, if you don't put certain things in place, then yes, absolutely, your man is going to be resentful. Here's the problem I have with that statement. 
This is the problem. I, this is this is the problem I have with that statement. You cannot make a man not lead. You cannot make a man not be a man. A man is going to be a man if it's in him to be a man. So I cannot. I cannot. You can't say to me, "You ain't. You won't let me lead. I'm trying to lead, and you won't let me lead." If you, as a man, and I'm not talking about my husband or anybody else, but I'm just saying in general, if you, as a man, would step in your rightful place as the man. The woman would not have any choice but to fall in love. That's biblical. Biblical. So, so for you to say we have to allow a man to be a man, and he saying she won't let me be a man, then you're not a man. If if a woman gotta let you or allow you to be a man, you're not being a man. The lie detector determined that's a lie. The lie detector determined that's a lie because women nag, women hold withhold sex, women stop so many bullshit. Excuse no, me, Dr. Emma. I'm so no, I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that. You mean to tell me a man is not going to be a man because a woman was told sex or a if man you, because a woman nag? I wasn't no nag for sure. I ain't argue. No, I wish I had tea to sip, Lord. No, I'm just messing. No, no I but, I but again, so now what you're doing is you're making this whole thing about your whole relationship. So no. again, that is not the case. I'm clutching my pearls. Okay, because <laughs> okay, I'm trying to told you that. <laughs> I, did, I guess I did take that a little personal. You did. Oh, I'm <laughs> but we all operate to some degree out of our experience. That what it, that's what experience is for, so that you can build on it and learn from it and see your errors and see the good, the bad, and the ugly. However, I think that. I'm going to use this poem. Jack the Sprat could eat no fat. His wife could eat no lean. And together they licked the platter clean. I think both of you are right. I think. I think. But constant. We can set. We Women have power. You know, they said the, 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 the one that rocks the cradle rules the world. Who usually rocked the cradle? It was the woman. Okay. So my point is, I think we can set up an environment that is so even subtle that you don't realize that you hindered that in, that you hindered that man it can be subtle it doesn't have to be you getting all up in his face and shaking it can be okay i'll take care of this when constance said oh look the bills ain't getting paid i'll take care of that she wasn't doing that to mas emasculate him she was doing that to keep the finances straight but in the long run, look what happened. Look what happened. It's a subtle shift. Have yeah. you ever painted, you ever tried to draw a straight line on the wall, you're gonna paint something on the bottom. If you don't have a plumb line device, watch what happens. It goes all askew. You have to have a leveler when you put up a picture because you can stand there and say, but if you put a leveler on it, you know, that little thing with the bubble in it, it'll tell you whether it's hanging straight. When we do these subtle things, take away this, this, these things from them because we're doing good, what's good for the family? Aren't they part of the family? Yeah. What's good for them as a man? And so we have created an environment where we handicap them, and she's right. Women have power in that oh, home. Oh my God. And a man wants to please his woman. That's he awesome. does. 
That's true. Uh, look, Dr. Emma, I'll just say this. And, and honey, my darling, if you're watching this, stop. Um, <laughs> there are many times that my husband has these grand ideas that he came up with. You think he came up with those ideas? Absolutely not. That's my role as a wife, to make sure that it was his idea. And and there's certain ways that I go about doing that. To make sure that they do that to us too. You see, we think we're the only smart ones, but 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 men do that to us in their way too. Have any we bought our first house. It was an attached English tutor. My husband said, oh, we got our first house. So what did he want? He wanted a Cadillac. He, that was a, a black man's dream. He wanted a Cadillac. But the house was attached. I said to him, honey, when you, I will not have a car parked in front of our house that is wider than our house. When we get a house with a driveway, you can have a Cadillac. I put my foot down. And you know, we got that house. We got that house with a long driveway. We weren't in it six months and he bought himself the longest Lincoln you ever saw. Did he buy the house to get the driveway? I don't know. I don't know. You, you, you understand? So there is a give and take. They do that to us as well. But we are more subtle and we are more creative and we are more sensual in how we use our anatomy to get our way. And it works. What has brought down kingdoms, princes, presidents? What do they have in common? A woman. Yes, a woman. Uh, listen. Yes, believe me, what was the first man brought down by? Coochie. No, the, now, Constance, I want you to oh, clean that up. It was a snack, a, um, an apple, right? No, it, no. It was his wife. It was Eve. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, but she, okay, because listen, I know the Bible. Don't I know the Bible? No, she don't. Go ahead. <laughs> she snuggled up to him and convinced him. Now, everything wasn't her fault. And you can say, well, he wasn't a man. He wasn't in charge of his house. No. Once she got close to him, now, they were all in, they were all naked in that day. They didn't have, but honey, whatever she did, put on some of that perfume from some of those herbs. She blinked those eyes, and he succumbed. Y'all giving women too much power. But here, li listen to what oh, Yana The reason she doesn't listen to you because she doesn't respect you. She doesn't respect you because she has to be masculine. She's no longer able to dwell in her feminine because she has to play your role. She has become your provider. She's no longer your nurturer, so she, she's not in there cooking for you and making you better and making you whole. She's literally doing half of your job, and then you have the audacity to tell her she shouldn't be talking to you in the tone that she's speaking to you in because you're a man. No, 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 no. You're a male, and you're a boy male. You're not a man male. You're a boy male that still needs a woman to take care of them. You're living in your second childhood, but you get offended when women treat you like you're supposed to be treated. They're not treating you like you're not not supposed to be treated they're treating you like you're supposed to be treated if you act like a feminine male you will be talking to or spoken to by women and masculine voices because the roles have switched you cannot complain that a woman is not soft 
You cannot complain that a woman doesn't know how to nurture when she has to put on the role of being a masculine man. She had to take her heels off and put on boots. She had to take her skirt off and put on jeans because you yourself is too lazy to handle the responsibilities that a man handles. You're a male and you're a boy trapped in a male's body. We have to get in tune. If you wanna be a man, provide on each and every level, not just financially, but mentally, physically, spiritually, intellectually, and plus spiritually and financially. We got to get in tune. All praises be to the most high. What y'all think Whoa. about Okay. Who was that? Who was the Yada Awakening? Constance, what do you think? Because I want to hear what you got to say on this one. What? Y'all know, I, 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 I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, you know, listen, nobody wants, to, well, I know probably when I was young, I, I'm 47 years old. And so today I don't want to work as hard as I did when I was younger. Younger, I was very ambitious. I wanted to do a lot of things. I wanted to rule the world. I wanted to conquer a lot of things. And I admit, I've had a lot of accomplishments and I'm grateful for them. And I'm grateful for my ex-husband who was there to make sure that the kids were taken care of and that, you know, they got to where they need to go and all that stuff. That's great. At this stage in my life, if I can go back, probably, I would probably, um, because the reason why he quit his job was so that we can work together in the real estate business. He just never did. Um, so it wasn't like you quit your job, and you stay home with the kids. It was like, let's quit the job and let's work together. But um, I, I would probably not, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it the way I did it because there it did cause a lot of, of resentment. I do believe men need to do um, you know, they need to feel like they're needed. And no matter what I did to um, on one hand, like I said, me, trying to empower him and make him feel like he, he, he contributed and all that stuff. Um, I think it did work because that's, <laughs> that's what he said in divorce court that he did everything. But on the other hand, in, internally, I think really he didn't feel that way. And those were, that's where a lot of the insecurities came in. And that's where a lot of the, the, the other um, activities started to happen is because of those insecurities. So um, I do believe that, you know, men should definitely contribute. I wouldn't do that now. I, and I don't want to work as hard now. And if I had to do it now. If I were to uh, get into a relationship now, and I'll, I'll answer my own question from earlier too. I don't necessarily need somebody to make more money than me because you know the, yeah. the amount of money I make is significant. So I, I just want somebody who's wise and that could teach me something. You know, I don't want to be the smartest one all the time. I don't want to be that person. Constance, I gotta go back to how we have been reshaped by the women's lives. You said, I want a man to feel like they are needed. My dear, they don't have to feel like it because they are. They are. We don't have to artificially inseminate them with feelings that they are needed. They are needed. We have come to find out that. They are needed. 100%. They are needed. It's not, we need to understand that they're needed. We, you, you understand? So... I, I, I've been going through a whole house cleanse, purging, and and girl, I have moved furniture, got up on ladders, put up pictures, and there's not a day that I don't say, my God, if my husband was here, I wouldn't be on this ladder. I wouldn't be lifting this heavy picture. I wouldn't be moving these dresses. And so I'm not, I'm not looking for a man to feel like he's needed. I want a man to know his role. Needed. that he's needed 
can I add, um, I, I think that in, in even what the gentleman said, what a man really wants is respect. Yeah, and so, and I think that if we just focus on giving him the respect that he deserves, I mean, and, and providing he deserves it, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that what happens is, and what I, what I see, what I see on social media, what I see in public is a woman down talk a man because she's like, I don't need you because that's in her, in her head. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that if we focus on giving the man the respect that he deserves, regardless of how much money he makes, that part. then he will take that role and run with it and as fast as he can to make sure that he is the man that he is supposed to be because he wants to be the man that he is supposed to be. You're giving him the respect that he deserves. So I think that that's the piece that we really haven't gone in detail with. You know, and listen, you're you're absolutely right. I, the, they say that a man, women need three things. We need security. We need love. We need love, security, and affection. No, we need we need love, security, and somehow men just want respect. Mm-hmm. Period. More than love, they want respect. Somebody said, "Teach you? How old are you? I'm 47. Guess what? I still have a lot to learn. I still don't know everything. I still want to learn and grow. And Me I don't want to have to teach a man anything. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean, no, we can teach each other, I, but I just want somebody who's wise and that could lead. Yes. Me, you know, that could show me some things that could tell me some things and make me think and make me ponder. I would love that. That would be so freaking awesome. You know, why, why can't we learn? I think that that's also a problem. I think it's a problem that once we get to a certain age, we feel like we can't learn anything new. I want to learn from my man every day. Absolutely. Me too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you something. Uh, this is a, a topic that um, we used to talk about a lot. Um, what is more important for you, love or trust? Trust. Oh, trust. Trust. Because love it. is love and relationships business um we serve god because we can trust them that his word is faithful if you can't trust a person that love is severely damaged it will it's like paint that would never dry on the wall so when trust is gone everything else begins to crumble you may start out, I'm in love. You walk down the aisle like I did with the with the, your white dress and all of that stuff. And we went to Niagara Falls. But it's the trust that keeps the relationship together. I mean So, so if you if if you if you're looking biblically, first Corinthians chapter 13 talks about love, and love encompasses all of those things. Yep. But when the trust is broken, if you take the T off of trust, you'll get the word rust. When trust is eroded, rust starts to dissipate the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, so love for me is not just an emotion. It's an action. It's what you do. It's not just what you say or how you feel. So if you love somebody, then you're doing certain things and there are certain fruits of the spirit that displays your love and trust. In my opinion, is one of them. I think love, trust, love encompasses trust. If you truly love somebody, I'm not talking about lust. I'm not talking about 
the, the, the butterflies in your stomach. I'm not talking about all of those things. I'm talking about the, the true definition of love and what it's, what it was meant to do. I think love, uh, love never fails. Love overpowers everything. But love is also has to be forgiving and understanding and it has to be a happy love. In the olden days, when I got married, nobody wrote their vows. It was a standard vow. Mm -hmm. um, in sickness and in health and all of this, it was standard um, until death do us part. Okay. And and we really believed that because we weren't writing that that came from scripture. Mm -hmm. Now people write their own vows. Are they as strong as the ones that God sort of initiated? That you would be there in the good times, the bad times, because they're coming to it. If you have a partner, you're married, it's coming to a theater near you. Anybody that tells me they never had an argument with their spouse, uh, they, they never had a, 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 a unkind word, I'm telling you, somebody ain't telling the truth. They are not on the pits of hell. <laughs> yes. So listen, we, we are way over our time. We actually oh have a meeting God. right now. We have a net seven collective meeting right now. And all the ladies are buzzing us right now because they are waiting on us to get on this call. So we got to finish this conversation because I think this conversation is rich. And I think that we should have some men because I saw that early on. And I actually invited a couple of men to get on here with us, but they, they didn't. They didn't take the link. But I think this is a conversation that we should have with some men, um, some alpha males, right? Some men who who... Oh, what is an alpha male? That that prejudice. It. Uh, I just want a, a a brother that could speak and talk about it because when we say alpha male, we scare away. Because what is our vision? It's this lion. It's Every, this everybody woman. thinks that they're an alpha male, though. There's not too many men that think that they're betas. But we'll invite a couple of men. This conversation definitely. We need to. We're going to continue it next week because I think that is something that we really need to have. And um, I believe that. Um, I think, you know, I think in our society and especially within our community, um, the, the real thing is we're trying to bring our people together in some way. And there's exactly. so much division. There's so much out there that that that's continuing to pull us apart. All of this battle, of the sexes, what men should do, what women should do. For me, the bottom line is, I think, what works for you in your household? What works for you? But you got to have some principles. This is not like a box of chocolates, like Forrest Gump said. You never know what you're going to get. When we are talking about uniting two people, there must be boundaries. There must be expectations. And we work within that. We don't go into it without stating what it is, the principles that we're going to operate on. You don't put the foundation in after the building is built true that's true but listen we all learn and we grow yes. and we figure things out we make mistakes and we try to fix things and you know sometimes you know you could you 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 learn as you grow you could go as you learn and that's just what life is right because nobody comes into this world with a handbook of how things are supposed to go you just try to figure it out and some mistakes are made along the way the point is though is you know if you are with somebody that truly wants to be with you and you want to make things work then you do what you can and what works for your household. Really, at the end of the day, it's what works for your household. April, do you have any final words? I feel like you are going to get the king that you deserve because I feel like you're a queen and I feel like you're... Me? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I, I thought you were talking to the people. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
I, I feel, I'm talking about you, Constance. I want to leave everybody with that. So um, I feel like you are 100% going to get exactly what you deserve because you 100% deserve it. I also want to leave everybody else who's listening with respect your man, respect yourself. I feel that um, that's lacking uh, just in our community all, all across the board that we've lost a lot of respect for ourselves and for the person that we are in a relationship with, whether that be our men or our women. Mm. So um, show, uh, give, give yourself some grace and show yourselves some respect. Mm. Dr. Emma. Well, so we have Constance who is now divorced. We have April who is married and we have Emma who is a widow. So we, we kind of hit all bases. So somewhere in this wisdom group that we have, we're going to understand that God has to be the head of the house. Yeah. That there are some things I would do different. April said she would do some things different and so did Constance. So we're forever learning. That's Set right. your expectations on things above and God will work it out in your life. Woohoo. Guess what? I love you guys for real in real life. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got to go get to our net seven collective cohort. And before we go, I'm going to go ahead and show y'all a little testimonial from Tanya. It has been a privilege and an honor to be part of this cohort. Constance has done an amazing job at placing systems to allow us to understand how to prosper in our businesses. We have strategically taken the time each week to come together to understand how to build a business, how to brand a business, how to use real estate, how to use life insurance. We have bonus days where there are speakers who come and they share their stories and their goals and their successes. We have an accountability coach that I have learned to realize that she really is like a best friend to me. It has been an amazing journey. I have grown so much now all my fears are now my strengths.